Anthony on Air Podcast, this is your special Independence Day edition of the uh, podcast. So if you're uh, listening to this on your way to a barbecue or you're watching it uh, after a barbecue or whatever it is, uh, thanks for being here with us. Appreciate that. And happy Independence Day to you and yours. Um, the Washington Redskins are now considering changing their name. I am actually surprised by this. Frankie C., do you have thoughts on the Redskins changing their name? I think they should have changed it a long time ago. I What's the big deal? Change it. I Why honestly keep it. Yeah, I it's been a weird thing. I feel like it's one of those things that once something's around for a long time, you kind of get fatigue over it, like Tiger King, like any any topic in the world. Like if it's around for too long, you kind of start to get a little fatigue and then you're just kind of like I don't care. Like whatever. Like just leave me alone. I got other things to do. I got life happening here. I'm, you know, I'm doing my shtick. I feel yeah, like this course. is one of those things that's been around for so long. And, you know, along with Colin Kaepernick and, you know, you could put a bevy of issues into, you know, into a folder for what's happening in the world that hasn't gotten fixed. That is getting attention now when it hasn't prior. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, like it has. This has been a this has been a thing for a while, the Redskins. It's been a thing for a while. Um, but like there's a bunch of things that have been a thing for a while, and then something's happened, and you're kind of like, oh, maybe this will be the thing that will make the change. And then it's not, and you're kind of like, oh, okay, I guess that wasn't the thing that makes the change. So I guess like after that happens a bunch of times, you kind of get to a point where you're like, well, I don't know if this is ever going to really change. And now it had like like now we're kind of here and I'm kind of like, wow, I it, I don't know. It just it catches you off guard of like there were a lot of other things that have happened or a lot of other cases that have been presented that have been good enough for me to be like, OK, you should probably change that. And it hasn't happened. And like when it finally does, you're kind of like, oh, you know, it's a little unexpected that this is the thing. Well, right nowadays. Things are being canceled left and right. And a lot of things, you know, it's, there's more energy behind these things now, and that's good. I mean, I, I feel like a, a lot of attention is being put on these things because I think not for nothing, but I think maybe the pandemic has led to a little bit of this only because people are freer now than having to worry about going back and forth to work. They have a little more time on their hands, maybe. So now they're putting a little more energy into these things. Maybe. Maybe. That's just a theory. Yeah, maybe. But it's always been a thing, the Redskins, but nobody made a gigantic stink about it. But now, because of all the rest of the things that are going on with statues and logos and mascots, why not? You know, this is just another one of those things. And to be honest, it's a, it's a freaking racist name. I mean, come on. See, I never, not that I never saw it as racist, but here's a question maybe you could answer for me. Hmm. Why, like, you know what I, I really got was like when, um, you know, the indigenous people were like, hey, that Cleveland Indians mascot is kind of like, he was all like jokey and like all this, you know, they didn't like that. That I get, you know, like I, I understand that it was a little patronizing. Like I got that part of it. You know, sure. um, but 
my question is, is why can't this be an honoring of the indigenous people? It could be, but Redskins is, it's like calling. A, oh, I see. Old... That's a derogatory term. Exactly. It's oh, I see. referring to their skin color. Like a, like a redneck, like you, you call somebody a redneck and so a lot of people from the South kind don't of, like that. Not like that, because that's not really a, a you know, a, a, I guess a skin tone, like a cult, like a, right. a nationality or a whole race's skin, you know. Right. This is referring to a whole race by their skin tone. Because like whenever I think of this, like if changing the name is fine with me. Like I said, I've been to the, I've been like, just yeah, change the name. Cares? Like change pe- it. Yeah. People don't like it. Change it. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like I understand there's I really a really don't care. There's a history and a heritage to it. I think the name, I think they've, the team's been around since 1933. So I understand that part of it. But, you know, again, you don't want that. Change the name. But like enough people are upset about it. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, I saw but, a thing that they wanted to make it pigskins. That's way better. Well, that's, that's not a, that big of a, of a change when it comes to yeah, the but that's a dumb. That's a dumb, na- that's a dumb name. Fine. Well, you change it to almost anything else. I Who got cares? the name. Don't this worry. This is something that's I, not. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it all. I got it. I got it. But my thing is, got is got like, like um, whenever this kind of like popped up, like I would always think about, because you have the Cleveland Indians in baseball. You have the Chicago mm-hmm. Blackhawks in hockey. And right. that logo is like the Blackhawks logo is like the most celebrated thing like ever. Like people love, like it's when so it's done beloved. With respect, it's done, you know, Blackhawk. I think was I, I don't I don't know this could be true or not I think Black Hawk is the name of a tribe from that region I'm not sure but at least it's not something derogatory sounding right I see that's that's the difference but I mean I, I've also seen people try and call for like the Braves and uh, and the Blackhawks to even be changed and that's what I always came back to I always kind of was like well, why couldn't it be like an honoring of of the you know of those people like well, why, why can't that be a positive thing i'm just asking i'm not saying you know my theory i think but the thing is that you're turning a race of people into a mascot like in other words if you had the new york italians yeah you know you're you're, you're making a team based on a stereotype well, I mean, I feel like, and again, I'm not here to like claim like, oh, you know, Italians are suffering or whatever, but I was never all that flattered with the Super Mario Brothers and all that kind of, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's a beloved character. This, you know, that's something. Yeah. You know, but when he jumps around and goes, "It's a me, a Mario," you know. Yeah. That is like, a, and then when someone who's not familiar with Italian people, maybe, and then they, you know. They have that idea. That's the image maybe that they get. That's the impression that they get. So when you're in, when you think about Native Americans, the image that you get is the stereotypical image, which is not how they are typical. You know. Yeah. It's hard to you can't pigeonhole people into a certain look. Not everybody conforms to the cer- a certain look. But oddly, like the Sopranos never bothered me. Like I would always get aggravated at people that are like, oh, this is not right for a town. I was kind of like, that's you're missing the point. You know, like it's not it's not like every show doesn't have to be glorifying every like, you know, there are shows where bad people do bad things. That's that's the point. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. You know, but well, I think the difference between like Sopranos and like a mascot is a mascot 
or, or a Sopranos, I mean, doesn't represent all Italians. It represents this guy and this group of people and the mob and this and that. I think the, the mascots give an impression that this is how we view all. Yeah, like, again, like that old Cleveland Indians mascot, they, they've gotten rid of that, you know. And I, I, right. I got that because, like, when they were saying that, I was kind of like, well, that's how I kind of feel about Super Mario. Like, it's kind of like we're exactly. not, you know, this is an well, exaggerated that's the, thing. That's the thing. Yeah. That's why it's that's why Redskins is not a good, you know, that's just like. Yeah. It's it just it's like if if all Italians were purple and we said we're going to make the purple skins. Right. I you see. Know, it's, I, it's I see just, it. it. Yeah. It's weird, though. Like, so I'm caught. Not, I'm, I'm caught in this weird place between. Um, I don't I'm not a fan of cancel culture. I think it's actually counterproductive and awful. And also wanting everybody to be okay and be happy, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like yeah, there's there's not a lot is. of people talking about that, or, or or this place of like, hey, we can be respectful, and then we don't have to also overcorrect it too far that we're canceling every last thing, and you know. Well, here's what I think it is. This is what I like to compare it to. I like to compare it to a computer program. We haven't updated our software in a long time and we Listen need to, to update this analogy. this is good good for you go ahead. Good? it's good i like this we haven't updated our programming in a long time and we're due for an update that's what all this can you know you want to call it cancel culture i think it's update culture yeah well but that's the thing that's why i say i'm caught by surprise because there are there are other things that have happened you could you could, we could say all day and name the other things and i would always be like oh i well why don't they change this then or what you know like you know kaepernick's another great example like i was kind of like i i thought what he was doing and as it was growing was going to be so impactful and they squashed that and i was like wow well if this isn't the they thing they didn't really squash it it's it's been a thing since he did it no but they but they ran him out of the league they you know they made it they, but it didn't stop even they, though they ran him out of the league, it was still brought up all the time, and it was still a thing. True, that's true. But I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is I thought that the results that it's getting now, he would have gotten it then. You know what I mean? Like I thought it had gotten so big that it would have been like okay, but it didn't. Yeah, and, and, it, and it took till now, which is really, again, this is what's kind of catching me off guard. You know, I was kind of, you know, I'm kind of like, I understand it, but I was kind of like, we could have done this some of these things a little while ago and it's interesting that it's this it's this series of events that's making it take place now you know it's like it's like gun well, it's like gun control big, and yeah. and and doing all that stuff you would have thought that after what was the one in connecticut um uh, sandy hook sandy hook that that would have been it and it wasn't and then all there all the other ones and like you know just even like a little bit like some mental health checks or whatever, like not taking away your guns. We're kind of like just let's like you said, like, let's update the software a little bit. Nothing. And you just and I and like I know there's going to be something in the future that it's going to be it. And then we're going to look back at it and go, we should have done this back then, for, you know, right after Sandy Hook. Yeah, there's a lot of things we should have done a long time ago. But I think there are events that kickstart some stuff like, unfortunately, like the, the event that. I guess kickstarted the whole uh, updating our racial profiling thing that's going on in, in America was 
uh, Floyd being, yeah, you know, George Floyd being murdered on and on camera, and that was just a huge, a huge event that that changed a lot of stuff and spurred protests and movements, and now there's just all these things. So that was, I feel like, that ignited something in everybody, and which fortunately it had to be that, but it was that I think. Uh, and I, you're right. I think Sandy Hook at least or Columbine or something should have been a catalyst for gun reform, but that I don't know what's going to, what it's going to take for that. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, I guess my point is like, you look at like Eric Garner or just like whatever else you just wonder why wasn't it then? And why is it? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's in that, that will forever fascinate me on why it wasn't a, but it was D, you know what I mean? It wasn't B, it was E, you know, whatever. It's just so now and not, not when it happened to Rodney King. Why, you know, what? Right. I mean, he wasn't murdered. He wasn't murdered, but he was, you know, brutally beaten and, and it was on camera. And why wasn't there a big police uh, restructuring or call for that at that time? Yeah. But I think we, America, you know, people, we need to just reboot the system, turn it off, try turning America off and on again. But this is, it's just also this weird thing of like, too, like, you know, like HBO Max pulled off uh, Gone with the Wind and then they wound up just putting it back with like a, like a, like a thing on it. Um, HBO, I think. On, yeah, HBO, they, they, they put it back. I don't know if they took anything out. Um, You'd have to take out a lot. Yeah. want to get rid of the, like the slavery. Right. And then, and then you had, <clears throat> You had um, Mad Men leave a blackface scene in, and their their whole argument was this needs to be in so that people can see how bad and disgusting you know the behavior was. Which I I totally agree. Like we've talked about before, you know, was it Huck Finn or whatever? Reading that, it was like, oh my, like you know, if that would have been white whitewashed out, like I don't know. Well, what, I think I think they did it like. The point of Tropic Thunder, right? We, yeah, the point of Tropic Thunder. That was the whole point of that. Was that whole to, to show how ridiculous an actor would be to put on yeah. blackface. So you have this like thing where it's like you know where do, where do you go? Like obviously the history of our country, you know, slavery is a part of the history of our country, and and you don't want to get rid of that entirely because you know again it's like you don't want to get rid of learning about hitler because it's important to know about these things you know yeah however we don't need a, a statue of hitler to remember hitler oh, I, I agree think. and that's and that's the thing and and i think that's my point and my my point is is it, it, you know it's going to take a while to f- figure out what works and what doesn't work and i don't think anybody should panic you know, like there should. No, we got we got some re, uh, restructuring to do. Uh, again, we're re, I think we need to reboot the system a couple times. You know, flick the switch off and on. You know, and just uh, update our software. That's all. That's all we're doing. That I feel like that's what this is. Flick, flick. Sorry, I got that TikTok song in my head. Is that a song? I don't even yeah. know that song. Oh, is that like the switch challenge or something? That people yeah. do like a yeah. yeah oh, okay, flip the switch. Um. But but you do I mean like again like and you do have like it's a weird thing where it's like I don't know it, it's just uh, <laughs> I think it'll all work itself out you know it's uh, you know I like, hope so I think it will I mean we're we're too strong not to work ourselves out and get on the right page with each other I mean 
that's what it's about. We just got to be a society that gets along with each there, other. That's the point. There's a great documentary. It's like eight minutes long or 12 minutes long that I, I have to find out what it was where it explained is so fascinating. It explains how a lot of the Confederate soldiers that were uh, put up in statues, um, it was a rush. I think it was after, I don't know if it was after the civil rights movement or whatever it was, but it, it was like, um, it was a rush job. It was like, there was like the sons and daughters of the Confederacy or some like real racist group that was like, you saw the tide changing, and so they went out and raised... Oh, let's get these up before they can do anything about it. Raise all this money, rush to put the... That's why they fall so quickly, some of these statues. That's why if you ever yeah. see some of them that were taken down, they crumble so fast. It's because they were really just shoddily put up. And it was kind That's of like... Uh... You know, it was kind of like a move, kind of like, okay, we know what the rules are, but, you know, just know that this is here. Like, know what... I, we know what the rules are on the books, but just know, you know... Really interesting, interesting uh, piece that I saw. I gotta, sh I gotta find it and, and put it and share it because it was, it was pretty fat. And again, it's like I'm watching and I'm going. I had no idea. You know, you you grow up and you learn. Okay, Civil War and North and South and North One and everybody was good. And you know, you, that's that's your knowledge of it. And then you go and you find out that no, there was a group of really terrible people doing some awful stuff that paid to have these things put up. That was like, you know. You don't know. Yeah, that's a good the the uh, the statues that came down pretty easily. That's a good representation of the Confederacy. Not that it was easy, but it just didn't last very long. At the same time, though, like you do have to like we do have to acknowledge. Okay, our forefathers, you know, were all slave owners, but they did, you know, yeah. they did start the country. They did the best they could. You know, with what they have, there's a great scene in um, in uh, John Adams, right, where they're talking about all men created equal, and they're talking about this very issue about slavery and everything. And it's so it, it's interesting to see, and I feel like again in Lincoln, um, you see the same thing too, as they're trying to progress to getting all men are created equal they were always so careful not to overreach because they felt like they were going to lose. You know what I mean? Like they, they wanted, they wanted it from the beginning, but knew that as they were fighting and moving along, if they reached too far, they weren't going to get it. So it was like, they had to go for this small incremental change, you know, uh, in order to get where they had to be. Now it's sad that that had to happen, but it's, you know, you look at the course of history and it's like very, evident that that's the case uh when president obama went on um wtf with mark Marin, they were talking about um universal health care and he said and i will never forget this because it was at the time they had passed it um and then shortly thereafter some senator or somebody brought a snowball into into the house i remember that Congress and he's like, how could there be climate change if I can have a snowball? And it was kind of this stupid thing. I think even his supporters were like, that was really dumb. Um, but he said, the 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 winds of time change. Or I forget what he said essentially, but it was like, this is a slow moving thing. He's like, it's always going to move slower than what you want it to do, to move. And yeah. it, it's true. It, like it's the God's honest truth. And and not just with this, 
with everything. Change really does take time. It's amazing. You know, as I get older and especially I especially in politics, especially in politics, especially in politics, it takes forever to get anything done. And we're in a bad place now where I feel like we're getting less and less done because both sides have are, are digging in. And I've said this before, being in the middle, you just sit there and you wait. And I, and I, I it's funny because I'll have these conversations with my wife and she'll be like, why is it like this? Or why does it have to be like this? And I, I you go back to the 70s and you're like, it wasn't. Back in the 70s, Democrats and Republicans, they worked together and they passed stuff. You know, they, they got stuff done even though they disagreed. And that's probably going to come back around again. And we just have to wait, you know, because, again, change just slowly takes time. Yeah. And not to be callous, but I feel like a new wave of politicians are going to come in as old ones go out. And a new yes set of ideas are going to come in and different people will be there to make their change. I agree. So it's it's going to be... It's, it's going to be a younger group of people. It's the Pelosi's and the McConnell's, you know, and the Schumer's and whatever it, Republic just, they have. When to you're go. in your old ways. Yeah. There's yeah. no change in them. Well, you look at how old was Obama when he got elected and Clinton. They were in their, what, 40s with the both of them? No, no. Bush? They were in their 50s at least. 50s, maybe? Bush was in his 50s? Trump's 70-something. Biden is 70 something like it's weird like I feel like we went back to this really older well, not, not to say like the old people can't get it done but to your wow, point he's only yeah right he was he's 58 now Obama yeah he was young when he got elected yeah so what is that that's uh, uh what's it called Eight, uh, 12 years ago so uh what the hell that is 46 uh, 46 he was 46 yeah. Clinton was young when I don't know how old he was, but he was he was young. I think yeah. Bush was kind of young too. I think Bush might yeah, have been in true. his forties if it wasn't for his fifties. Youngest was JFK, I think. But youngest was JFK by far. Yeah, um, yeah. he still holds that record. Um, so you know, I, I think there's some I think there's some older ideals, and you know, going back to what was it the Parkland shooting? There was that uh, uh, the sheriff down there who said something, and again, you know, I think things like just stick in your mind. He said, my sure. generation failed to get this done. Your generation's not going to fail. Yeah, I uh, like that. I thought that was so profound, and it's so true. And you know why it's true and it's good? Because every every generation gets to pick their set of things to do and change and fix and implement you know what I mean? And that's going to yeah. be important to that generation. It wasn't school shootings weren't important to somebody who went to school 40 years ago and they can't understand it. But it's going to be really important to that generation who's in school now. Yeah, because now it's a bigger issue. One, because I guess weapons are more readily available. You know, they're just easier to get everywhere. But you know, it's interesting know too, there were Frank, so many back 40 years ago. You know, it's interesting, too. 20, 30, 40 years ago, whatever it was, it was going down into the bomb shelter because you were afraid that the Cold War was going to, you know what I mean? Like every generation faces their shit. It just might be different shit. They just yeah. have to figure it out for themselves. You know, My, my grandfather, um, before he passed away, he said every generation, I'll never forget, every, let me say, he goes, it might, things might look tough now. 
at every single generation has their it's all going to hell moments. Right. But you get through it. We're every just, single generation. We just happen to have uh, having a ridiculous amount in, in one year. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a bad year. I don't think you saw this one coming either. The, yeah. You know, but, you know, he went through, he was in World War Two. How do you not think everything's going to hell then? I know. Uh, it's very, very true. And that's why when people go, wow, things are really bad right now, I always go, not really. It's, you know, there are bad stuff. There's bad stuff out there. Yeah. But, but there's it, always bad stuff. It's, it's no, like when they go, this is the worst time. No. Like we had some pretty awful times before this, you know. And World War II. Come on. That was, yeah. That was pretty bad. That was insane. That was pretty bad. A lot of bad things happened. Um, Civil War, that insane. I like that we can have an open, uh, an honest little discussion here, and somebody will complain about this. Of course, somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody in cancel culture will find this. Be like, yeah, you did this. these guys did. Good impression of them. Yeah, that's it. That's my cancel culture impression. You won't believe <laughs> this person should be fired. Um, so, so I hear have... about Shia. Wait, I have the name for the Redskins. Oh, all right. What do you got? Pigskins is dumb. Forget that. That's dumb. Nobody wants to be named after okay, a football. Forget Pigskins. That's fine. Stupid. Uh, the Washington Red Tails. Red Tails. Okay. Now, the Red Tails were a group of airplane fighters. They made a movie about this. Denzel was in it, I think. Okay. Let me Google. Oh, wait. I have it on my phone. Um... And what movie was it? What movie was it? Hang on. During World War II, uh, the Civil Aeronautics Authority selected 13 black cadets to become part of an experimental program at the Tuskegee Institute in Alabama. Uh, the program aims at training colored personnel to become fighter pilots for the Army. However, discrimination, lack of institutional support, and the racist belief that these men lack the intelligence and aptitude for the job uh, dog their every step. Despite this, the Tuskegee Airmen, as they become known, more than prove their worth. Uh, George Lucas, you're that's because there were no droids in it. That's why you never saw it. But George Lucas was one of the uh, directors here. I guess there were two directors listed. I don't know why there's two directors. You're a dick. Um, and uh, let me see here. Terrence Howard. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. was in it. Cool. Oh, I don't know why I thought that. Uh, I thought what's his name had a small part in it. I guess not. Okay, so their squad was called the, the Red Tails or the plane? Or? Because they would paint the tail. I don't know why they painted the tail of their planes red, but they paint, they painted the tail red. And so they became known as the Red Tails. And... Um, when they made the movie, they decided to name the movie The Red Tails. And so... See, that's a good name. Dude. Great name for a team. A phenomenal name. It has nothing to do with Washington. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I guess because Washington, D.C., it's, it's America, it's the capital. That makes sense. It's patriotic as shit. Come on, the fighter, our fighter pilots? Like... Yeah, I'm in. Did you... Who? Someone did that or you did that? No, no, no. Someone, I wish I could take credit for it. Rich Jr. on uh, Twitter. There's his thing. He's got a couple of... Uh, nice. I'm in. 
And he and he he actually made the fighter pilot look as close to the Redskins. Uh, look, you know, it's all the same shape and everything, but it's for the uh, the uh, fighter pilots. That's a good way to honor them. That's a, that's nice. I mean, it's not derogatory. It's not a racist name. It's the Red Tails, is what they call themselves. It's the it's a symbol of uh, what people can do and. It's an American thing. See, I was thinking like it should be like in Alabama, was it Arkansas, or Alabama. What was Alabama it? is where Tuskegee. Okay, right, Tuskegee. So I was thinking that, but but it's bigger than that. It's it's, it's an American thing. It's America. It was World War Two. So that was, makes sense. Yeah, fighter pilot. Like, come on. I like it. Like we so got. Is the, that in a running at all? Is that like uh, being talked yes, about? Yes, Red Tails is Red Tails is in the running. I I think that that's hands down the best. Cause it's like it's fierce, it's intimidating. Like you said, it's got that American story behind it. Like the whole, the whole thing is just—it's all in this beautiful package of whatever. I love it. I love it. Should it be something maybe positive for Native Americans? I don't really care about that. What do you like, mean? We could do plenty of positive things for them. This is a football team, you know. No, I'm saying take a negative. For Native Americans, turn it into a positive film. I but I think this is. I think that's what you're. That's what you're kind no, of. No, it's doing. a positive. It's definitely a positive. Yeah. But should we make it positive for Native Americans? I mean, I guess if you could so make it work, something, if you so that make, we try to make it, you know, flip it, it on its head. If you could make that work, I guess. But it, again, you know, like, look at a perfect world. I'd be like, yeah, Frank. But like in reality, like you're talking about an entity that needs to you know, get sponsors and be intimidating on the field and all this kinds of things. So if they, if that solution's out there, then great. But I don't think we have to red tails is great. See, I think that's, I think that where we start to like overreach a little bit, like, you know, we we could make that. Hey, I think it's two separate issues. We could make that a thing over there, but I think like, you're just naming a football team. Like just don't be disrespectful. And then you're, you're going to be good. Right. Okay. I'm in with red tails. I like it. What happened to Shia? So Shia is uh, in this movie, uh, and he actually got, for the movie, a full chest tattoo. Shut up. A real tattoo? A real one. Real tattoo. He tattooed his chest, and he had a tooth extracted for this role. He literally pulled the tooth and tattooed his chest for this role. I, I am don't know a, if you can see the, the picture here. I am a There's, big fan of Shia. Let me see. There's the tattoo. That's not real. They that say can, it's real. That cannot be real. That's what they're saying. I, I don't have a picture of the tooth part of it, but that they're saying that he really got a big chest tattoo. Yeah, there's no picture of him without the tooth. But that's that's commitment. I don't know. Am I wrong? I mean, is that a big deal? I think that's a big deal. I just I'm looking at it right here too. That is uh, Yeah, that's a big That's a big man. <laughs> that's a big that's tattoo. A, that's a gigantic tattoo. Holy cow. I mean it's well done, but holy. It's as from his collarbone down to his belly button. It's huge. So, uh, I mean, that, he, 
that's commitment to a role. I don't, I don't think I would do that for a role in something that no. I don't even know the name of the role. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think anybody cares about the movie. They care that the, you know, the, that he did this to himself for it. I don't even know what the movie is. I think the movie's called The Tax Collector. Ah, okay. There you go. But that's that's commitment. That's over commitment. That's too much. You can CGI out a, t- a tooth. Well, you know what? A tooth is not. I mean, I could kind of see an actor doing that because you know what? An implant, a tooth implant, is not that big that's of true. a deal. You know, you could always plop something back in there. It's kind of crazy because you could just CGI it out. You don't really need to do that. But the tattoo, that's going to be. I mean, they could have just put that on them. You know. Uh, right again there's no re like if you're an actor and you're trying to get to that place and you're finding that there's probably other ways you could find that inspiration than actually getting a full-on chest tattoo that is going to be with you when you're like 80 years old see now i always thought here's my theory with tattoos if you wanted to everybody you know they you get a tattoo you regret it you have to get it like laser removed right Mm mm-hmm why don't you just tattoo your skin color back over the tattoo? I can't believe you're this stupid. Are you for real right now? Is that what you're... What? Tattoo what your skin looks like underneath. Because you're dyeing the skin. You're literally dyeing the skin. Yeah, but you're if you changing want to erase, the... if you want to erase something, just get a tattoo of your arm over <laughs> the tattoo. <laughs> Why not? So dumb. Dumbest if I had a tattoo you... across my forehead, I would just go back over it with my <laughs> forehead skin color. It does not work like that. Why not? Because you're even in your would own. Would it be cleaner? Would it be cleaner and more well done and leave maybe less of a scar than the laser? You ever see them do it? It leaves like a trail. You know what? I actually watched it yesterday for whatever reason and. Not only is it it's crazy, it, it got better. Like those laser, like I used to see it like ten years ago. It wasn't as good as it is now. Like it really erases it quickly. But like you said, it leaves like a little scar there. It does. I mean, I feel like if I had a little heart right here or something, and I wanted to get rid of it, I wouldn't. You know, I would just tattoo my, just continue my, my hand right over it. No. No. Does that not make sense? No, you've been spending too much time drawing on your little app thing in Photoshop and it's That's true. That's actually how I got the idea. <laughs> but why <laughs> But why wouldn't that work? Because like the pigment of your skin, everything is like my knuckle color is different than over here and you can't yeah. it, you'll well, never you ever see these people do tattoos that look photorealistic? Yeah. You can, you're telling me they can't do they can't continue what my hand looks like over the tattoo. Well, I don't know if you could. Ta- this would be like if you drew something on a piece of paper and then you tried to draw like on a white piece of paper and then you took a white marker and tried to draw over it. It wouldn't work. Why not? You sure it would. No, it wouldn't. White out. That's what white out is. Yeah, but even with white out, you can still see it. Like, and then you see a huge clump. That's better than erasing it. You see. Is it? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, again, it's like why you prime a wall when you paint it. I don't think you could actually, you know, tattoos are. are... Go over it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> you put a primer down first. And then you go over it. I'm sure they have the technology now where I know that they have the technology where you can match 
like paint color to any color you want, literally yeah. any color. Why can't they do the same thing with tattooing? It, and they just go right over it. It's because it just doesn't work that way. It's just, it doesn't, you can't, you, you just can't. It's, it's, I know. it's because it's ink. Cause it's not, you know, I just, I have to stop you because we have. So if I, I drew something on the, on my table in blue. Yeah. Yes. And then I went over it in red. You wouldn't be able to see the blue anymore. You're covering it up. Okay, but if you if you painted a piece of wood, yeah, right, and then you like a piece of wood is a great example. And then I paint, and then I paint over it with the wood color again. I get rid of right. Uh, if I paint a pe a stick of wood, uh, a board, like I paint it red. Right. No, and but then no, I no, go no. over it with blue. No, no, no. Go up, just a piece of wood. Like, what does a piece yeah. of wood look like? It's not one solid color no, it's not you're right so you have a tattoo artist tattoo what wood would look like you know how it takes so how about just shoot it with a laser and it's gone like it, it takes so long because you have the scars and, you, and it's still kind of there yeah but you get a scar from a tattoo too not usually yes you do no, people don't have they don't have scars it's usually smooth after after it heals well but it scars up initially a couple weeks but then it's gone that's nice and smooth after that. I think I'm. I think I'm convincing you. <laughs> You're convincing me of something. <laughs> Not that this would. I work. think I'm onto something here. Now, anybody out there that has a tattoo and you're thinking of getting it removed, consider maybe just ask a tattoo artist if they're able to maybe retattoo what your skin looks like and go over it. Maybe they can make it like if you had a beauty mark or, you know, they can make it look like your skin. I can't imagine how long that would take. Well, it depends on the size of the tattoo. And people do tattoos that look like a photo that, you know, they have it look like faces, like actual people. Why can't they do that with a small, you know, a small thing? I don't know, but I feel like I need to play that clip from, uh, from Billy Madison where the guy, we are dumber now. No, no. <laughs> I have a legitimate. This is a, an actual question, and I think I don't think it's stupid. <laughs> I think it's if you tattoo something on you, you could cover it with another tattoo. The people do that all the time. They put other tattoos over things, and right. But why can't you just tattoo your own pigment pigmentation over it? I'm telling you, and then it's smooth after a couple of weeks. The scars heals. And it's just a tattoo of your skin. I don't know, because I feel like wood, construction paper, paper, anytime you try and like put back, like you can't cover up ink. It's ink, it stains. It take you know. You cover it up with more ink. I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't think so. Why don't you try it? It's an it? idea. I'm not saying it's perfect. Why don't you try it? Why don't you get a little tattoo? Get a little heart or a little cross or something, a little circle, and then see if the guy can cover it back up again in, a, in, a, in six months. See, now I think I would ask. I would talk to him first. I wouldn't just get the tattoo and say, <laughs> uh, all right, now I'm going to try to get it you know, covered up. I would ask a tattoo artist. I don't, I don't think I know any tattoo artists. But next one I run into, I'm going to ask not if surprising. that's a possibility. But after this conversation, that's not surprising to hear Do that. you know any tattoo artists? <laughs> no, but I'm not the one sitting All right, here then. spouting. <laughs> it's 
stupid shit. <laughs> I think it's a legitimate uh, question. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with what I asked. I'm not asking anybody to drink bleach or anything. My cousin brought home a guy once for Thanksgiving, and uh, he was drawing something on a piece of paper. So I, I go, what are you drawing? And he goes, oh, an invention of mine. And I'm like, oh, cool. It's five minutes of meeting this guy. I'm like, what did you invent? He goes, uh, rocket boots. All right. A couple questions come up here. So I go. He's five minutes into being there, and he's drawing? Five minutes into meeting him. Like I, I got there for Thanksgiving, and he was sitting at the table. He's drawing something. I'm like, what are you drawing? He goes, my invention. What did you invent? Rocket boots. This is like maybe 15 years ago. Okay. Was he planning on catching a roadrunner? So <laughs> I go. He invented rocket boots. He goes, yeah. He's like, why don't we have rocket boots? We should have, you know, you should be able to like put on the boots and fly. And so I looked at the drawing and it was literally just a picture. He was drawing a boot with fire coming out of it. Okay. And I know you're not comparing that to me. I this know you're not. Same. Exactly. How is that the same? <laughs> I'm not inventing anything. I'm not writing anything down. I'm, t- I'm bringing up a question. Can you cover a tattoo to make it look like it's not even there? By just continuing what your skin looks like over it. Uh, yeah, That's all I'm asking. I, kept I don't saying, know if you can. I don't think you can. I don't think it could be done. I think you're nuts. And then <laughs> there's better <laughs> ways to do it. All right. So to wrap it up, prediction time. Do you think, because by the way, the Redskins said they are going to review their name, which is kind of hilarious. Like on the one point, you're like, at least they're acknowledging it, it's progress because the last couple of times this heated up and they wanted to change their name. The owner was like, screw you guys. I ain't changing shit. So at least this time he acknowledged it. But the, the official announcement from the Redskins is uh, this is a uh, we're, the name is under review. We're going to review the name. Does this actually change? Or do you think that they're just buying time? Like, I don't want to say just review it until everything dies down. Right. My question to you, Frankie C, is prediction time. Do you think they change? They wind up changing the name. Um. Well, let me just say I hope they do. But will they change it? Forget uh, your hopes. We all I, we all are no, hoping know, for I the know. right thing. I think so. I think so. I think they'll change it. There's a lot of buzz about it now, and it's creating. Um, been buzzed before. I mean, it's yeah. In fact, yeah. Uh, and let me just say this because you probably don't know. A lot of people probably don't know this. There was a time where there, I think, uh, there actually was an in, an injunction or something, some legal thing, um, where they got them to stop using the logo. Like it went to court, and I guess while they were having the decision, it was decided that they couldn't use the logo. And so the Redskins had to take the logo off the field. And they replaced it with like a spear. What do they do they call it? Something? I feel like there's a name for it. I, th- I think I think spear. I'm not sure. Um and that but was on- I think they will. So you think they will? Well, not only is it socially a good move and morally a good move, but if they are you know, playing devil's advocate, if they're going with, is it a smart move financially and for our fans and blah, blah, blah. I think everything is lined up right for them to change. 
not only would it be great morally, but I think they could benefit financially. Uh, talking about it, it's a it's publicity right now. There's no other you know talk from any other teams and stuff like that. So this is a good opportunity promotionally. They could do you know contests for the new mascot, anything. You know they could turn this into something huge. Um, so I think they do hopefully for the right reasons and they hopefully go for something that makes sense. You think they'll change it? I think so. I, I say before the end of the year. I am going to agree and disagree with you. What does that mean? I think they change it. I okay. think it has nothing to do with what you just said, that it's the right thing to do. I think it's more because financially it'll be better for them if they change it. That's what I think. Whatever. As long as they change it. I think they'll look at this and go, <laughs> I think they'll look at both things and go, we make two and a half million dollars more this year if we change this. Let's go with that one. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, the publicity we're getting right now, plus people are going to want to see the, the new team and the and the new field and yeah. the new merchandise. Yeah. yeah. Morally, it's, it's right. Big... Bubkiss, I don't think they They're give a care. shit. No, don't care. And let's be honest, you know come, most of the business decisions come down to exactly that, which is why Colin Kaepernick found himself on the outside looking in, because at a certain point they were like, you got to go because we got to make money. Do you think that if there was a weird thing where they would lose money by changing the logo? I that's do you a, think they'd do it. I, that's an interesting point. I feel like they felt that that's been the fear for oh, quite some time. That, that they'd lose their fans or something? That they would lose their fans, you know. And it also sucks, too. I mean, 1933, imagine if you had something. Like, you're pretty invested into grandma. Imagine if it turned out, hey, grandma's got to go because, you know. You know. No, it, she just changes her name. It's Yeah, well, uh, you know. Um, but obviously, they're, they're very, uh, they're proud of the grandma's history. Grandma's still the there. Well, that's what, that's, that's the, that's, that's like the point and kind of to wrap it around to my point from before too it's just like there's nothing wrong you're not losing people go oh what's next or this or that you're not really losing anything like i don't think that and listen up cancel culture people i don't think that we put context into these decisions enough you know what i mean like context is a big deal. Words are a part of it, but context is a bigger deal. And for example, what do you mean? You know, if it's used, if things are used well or used properly or used respectfully, you know, I think, Oh yeah. You know, it, it's all context, but again, it's all context. So it's just your, your name. Like it, you're not, you're not taking away 70, 80 years, 90 years of, uh, of uh of history you know still there it still happened i went to st john's st john's used to be called the red men they changed it to the red storm there was a big it was a big controversial thing at the time yeah and now literally two you know, years later like nobody gave a shit they're like oh yeah the red storm's here exactly <laughs> the mascot was like named stormy or something he was like <laughs> he was like a, a red horse you know and nobody yeah. gave a shit like that's that's what's going to happen with Washington. They're going to change their name and change their mascot. Yeah. There's going to be new fans, maybe some old fans, maybe a handful of them are going to go, that's ah, it. I'm changing teams. 
but they're going to gain new fans and they're going to change and evolve and they're going to I'm sure whoever was an old fan of the Washington Redskins is going to come and, and cave and go all right I'm I'm still a fan who cares and cuz 2 years later no one's going to think oh I missed that old logo who cares right and going changing the name right and going to something like the red tail specifically that's like the beautiful part of america you know like you know when they refer to america as this social experiment like democracy right. as being this great experiment i love that because it never is final right yeah that's true we're always trying stuff out it is always changing it's always evolving it's always you know it was this at one point then it becomes this at the next point and it writes its wrongs when it can, you know, it's like all this stuff. Like, I really feel like you're, you have that ability here in this one little small, tiny gesture to kind of encapsulate that. You yeah. Know? Which I think is I think really that's the, the way it's, it should be. That's America trying things out, giving the test runs and then constantly changing and evolving. That's what we got to do. I also just think that red tails is so much more badass than, you yeah. know what I mean? It's, when you first said it, I thought it was like a fish, or like a, a fox tail, or something, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought it was. But then yeah. when you explained it, it sounds way cooler. It is way cooler. It's way way cooler. I like it. I vote for Red Tail. If I can't think of anything better, and I think the message is cool, and I think the symbol, the symbolism is cool. Um, that's got my vote. Um, are those patriotic Oreos behind you on the coat sign? They are. I we ordered something from I think Boxed. Okay. And they threw in like a free sample of whatever. They said pick from these five things, and four of the things were really tiny and like like a little thing of soap or like a cookie or a huge a huge box of freaking Oreos. And nice. these are patriotic. Nice Red, see. white, and blue Oreos. Oh, look at that. Oh. Wait, wait. Say that again. I'm sorry. They're red, white, and blue Oreos. The cream is red, white, and blue. So they're, so they're, they're almost like triple stuffed because there's a, a red cream, a white cream, and a blue cream. Exactly. I haven't tried them yet, but uh, I'm going to. Red, they look white, like and blue layers of cream. They look like they're Olympic, too, because they have the American flag in the cookie, and then there's like a, an Olympic symbol underneath yeah. it. Right up here, a little Olympic thing. It says, uh, proud sponsor of the Olympics, so that's cool. And, now, uh, yeah, they look kind of thick, too. Are you bringing this somewhere? Is there any reason why you can't crack it open right now? I can crack it open. Yeah, crack it open. Put it on the camera. I want to see, see what this I want to see if like. the cookie looks like what's on the front of the, uh, on the box there. <laughs> I have yet to be disappointed with Oreos, though, I have to say. Let me tell you something. Oreos have never let us down. I was just having right. this talk Before the I other day. I show these to you. Yeah, these, they're bad. They're not exactly this. <laughs> Hold <laughs> okay. up the Oreo next to that. Let's see. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick its best sample here. Yeah. The best one I could find, because they're not... They're all before you hold it up, though, Frank, before you hold that up to the camera, I was saying I was having a talk the other day about soft cookies, you know, like the uh, chewy cookies. I can't stand chewy mm -hmm. chips. Ahoy. Really? I love chewy cookies. This, I love a chewy cookie, but chewy chips. Ahoy. 
whatever. Oh, like the Entenmanns, the small, the the ones that are like that big. Entenmanns are way better, way better. Because those are good. Entenmanns will go bad after like a couple of weeks, whereas those Chewy Chips Ahoy's will last four decades. Who you has Entenmanns around for a couple of weeks? Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. Finish them off in an afternoon. Whatever the preservative is in those Chewy Chips Ahoy are so disgusting. I can't stand them. But even like the regular Chips Ahoy have gotten so smaller. I've said the only cookie that has stood the test of time that has been great is the Oreo. It never changed its size. They changed their stuffings. They got they go thinner, thicker. Sometimes you know what though, they've done like different fl- mint. I think there's a mint flavor. Yeah, cream, but they're always good. I'm never disappointed. Yeah. Now this is the picture. Okay, go ahead. Let's see this. This is good for the Facebook and YouTube page. Let's see. And this. so it's a little off that's the best one you could find they're all different looking you know like here's a couple of them you know they're not like yeah that's not too bad exactly like the picture how do they taste do they taste like regular or are they different flavors should i try one yeah I'll listen to you chew. I'll try this one here. This one's not too bad. Before we start, I'll try not to chew. I'm, I'm a big, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Frank can't stand chewing. Of loud chewing, so yeah. I'm not going to do that to you. Before so we started the podcast, before we started the podcast, I was eating a chip, and he literally did not put his headphones on until I was done. I eating. saw you eating it, and I said, "I am not putting my headphones on until you're done. Until that chip is gone in your stomach. <laughs> I don't want you cleaning your mouth with your tongue. I don't want to hear that crap." So I, I will not do that to you people listening. So I'm going to eat it, and I'm going to keep my mouth closed like no, a human. No, we'll just chew like a normal person. We want to hear the chew. Doesn't taste any different. Doesn't taste any different? It's good. It tastes like a chip boy. It looks chip like boy, an Oreo. It looks a little thicker, though, than a regular regular creamed Oreo. I'd say it's about double stuffed. You know what? I have a double stuffed here to, to compare. Compare and contrast. This is fantastic. We're getting stuff done on the podcast today. This is good for people listening over the Independence Day weekend. All right. So here's a double stuffed. Okay. All right. And here is your red, white, and blue son of a bee. Uh, touch them. Put them. Make them touch together. Yeah. That's uh, about, about the, the same. same. Yeah. So they're about double stuffed. And they're, they're good. I like them. And they're good to put out at like a, a, a barbecue or something. A nice uh, red, white, and blue festive thing. Yeah. I like it. Approved. Frankie C. Uh- seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for us. Uh, I hope you guys have a great Independence Day or had a great Independence Day whenever you're watching or listening this. Um, yes. And uh, we'll see you, uh, I think, three three times, three pods a week seems to... This is the first week we tried it. It's been a better result. Is that the sweet spot? It might be. Let's try week number two. Let's see how week number two goes. That might be the sweet spot. Yeah. So we'll see you next week.